intro again. Don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Cody Rhodes is hot dog water solidified. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm No Contest JD, and fellas, um, some wrestling happened this week. Yes, it did, and I am the uh, promoter of Clash of Carpet City, the one that is the second draw of Carpet City, T.Y. And I'm the first draw of Carpet City, the Carpet City draw, Shane Daniels, and I got two words for you, guns up. And uh, our other host, Jake, is taking a shit. The longest shit that he could possibly take. Calling him out on this one. It's just a shitty Uh, situation. It's, man, it's just such shit. Also, uh, if you're watching on video, you just saw our new intro created by Jared Boatfield. Thank you to him for that. Uh. We have a video intro finally, instead of a weird stock title card from Adobe. So that's nice. That was weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, let's jump right into it. Um, it's the CM Punk drama of the week. <laughs> you want to say? It's like every week. Every yeah. week. Good lord, man. So like. Collision's got a lot of stuff going on, apparently backstage. Uh, last week, he apparently sent several people home from Greensboro, um, including Ryan Nimeth and uh, and who else was it, Jack Perry? Christopher Daniels was one. Chris, Christopher Daniels? The head of talent relations, apparently, or allegedly. Well, he sent Ryan home because he fucking rose a shitty blunt, so... I would send the fucking guy home too. And this is, this so, is I'm sent, they've sent him home too, isn't it? This is like the second or third, maybe. This is kind of a re- repeating process, for, uh, allegedly. So I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, does this mean does this mean that CM Punk's the most powerful person in AEW? Just on collisions. Just on collision. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's happening on a Saturday, so I would I would assume so. It's pretty wild to me, man. Um, he can send home Christopher Daniels and everyone else, and I don't know, call Hangman Page in a promo after the show, which was petty. He apologized for that via text. Yeah, allegedly. Well, I mean, if you think about this whole thing, Warner Brothers pretty much made this show for him. And that's literally his show. That's true. So it would be, I mean, it it would make sense that he was the guy who had the power. Can we all agree that it's like the power is kind of a little much? I mean, the whole thing with Jack Perry was about him wanting to go through a real pane of glass and 
that's what I read is what's on the that's sheet. Wild, dude. Yeah, that's nonsense. I, I would assume. Well, it was a dangerous spot. He was wanting yeah. to use real glass. I mean, yeah, that's wild. And he was pretty. And from all the shit that was on Twitter and all that shit, you know, the dirt sheets was like, hey, if you don't want to listen, stay on Wednesday nights. Don't come to Saturdays. Well, that's fair. And even with reports, they said Tony Schiavone even was part of that whole, hey, that's a dangerous spot. Probably should do it. I mean, the least they're doing is watching out for his safety, you know? And he threw a big tantrum about it. And then Punk was basically like, hey, yo, stay on fucking Wednesdays. Don't bring that shit over here. I respect that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Jack Perry can just go to Rampage for all I care, honestly. Yeah, I think that's where he's going to stay. <laughs> is Dark still a thing? Dark is no. still be a thing. Uh, no. Dark is a thing anymore. Um, jumping over to WWE, we got a. Uh, Becky and Trish for like a third time, fourth time. We're going to have it for a fourth time again in a steel cage, apparently. Uh, After I, this one. I lost count at one. So This one went to Tyler's favorite no finish, though. No contest. I'm tired of it. I had this match when it was originally supposed to be on instead of taking them off the card. And let her move on. Yeah, they've shifted all with the payback, and this Trish, this fuse gone on way too long. Yeah, they should have struck when the iron was hot, and yeah. Oh, but let's pull them off SummerSlam. Let's well, say sometimes you get lemonade, and then you drink it on screen. No, that shit was hilarious. She's got lemonade, uh, like lemonade gear now too. Yeah, I saw. Um, that that's pretty fantastic. I thought it was hilarious when she spit it out like Triple H. <laughs> you got uh, your, got your New Day uh, tension too. Judgment Day. Yeah, not New Day. Got them with the chairs. Yeah, which I lost my shit on that. Oh, dude, I I died. I died laughing. It took me about like a solid five seconds. Like, what are they doing? Oh. Yeah, uh, Judgment Day still got some tension going on. Um, I don't know if this is the smartest take for them. Because you've got Survivor Series coming up. And Judgment Day is a group... If you add J.D. McDonough to it, you could easily slide into a War Games match. So do you think we're going to split them up? Or do you think we're going to wait a bit and then slide J.D. McDonough in? I think we're going to slide him in. I mean, it's just too much. There's too much mileage left with uh, Judgment Day for them to just break it up like that. But it is WWE. And that's what they like to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then, I mean, if you break up Judgment Day, you've already got the bloodline broke up. 
who are you going to who's going to push tv i mean you still got bobby and the suit profits coming up the suit profits that is what i'm calling them from now on they're the okay. suit profits the suit profits they're the street profits wearing suits uh, Welcome everyone to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Jake, and fucking traffic. I was late. Oh, oh you're traffic. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? Okay, cool. It was a collision on uh, the Hershey Highway, I heard. <laughs> oh yeah, Brown Street was backed up for miles. Yeah, fucking Browns winning the Super Bowl. I'll do that to you. Time that's happened. Yeah, it's the only way it's ever going to happen. That's why I fantasy book. You know I hate things that are good. Well, the Browns were never really good, so... They were good in 86. They moved to Baltimore, and guess what happened there? Yeah, Baltimore's running around with the Browns Super Bowl. Anyway, what are we talking about? This isn't we're talking about tension within the Judgment Day. That's what we're talking about. Now they're going to take out Finn and make McDonough the leader. You think that's what's going to happen? Is that your t- hot take? Probably. Kick out Finn and make me done as a leader. Probably. Finn's a better babyface. In the Fed, anyway. Oh, no. Finn's been a great heel. Yeah, but, like, compare that to his heel shit in Japan. Night and day. Yeah, I'd agree with that. He's he's a much better babyface in the Fed. People want to like him. And then you can do the, you know, the old lion versus the young lion, the like the shithead little upstart with JD McDonough being his young boy and trying not to do his old master, you know, whatever. Besides, that'd be a fucking hell of a match, him and McDonough. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, run uh, I want to see him slide in McDonough personally. I want to see him slide in McDonough personally and at least wait till after Survivor Series so you can get a War Games with Judgment Day. Sure. Yeah, I'd really like to. That'd be a good faction for this year's war games. And you could put Seth in there. You could put Cody in there. Kevin and Sammy, hopefully, will be ready by then. I mean, Sammy worked this week. Yeah. I was surprised by that. Maybe his bursitis is not as bad as some others. So he's setting off air horns because he's got bursitis? Yeah. It was a jackass reference, Tyler. You missed it. I know. Like, I got I got bursitis. Like, I got something you can play with, pal. Was anybody <laughs> else hoping that Drew McIntyre was just going to turn on Riddle this week? Yeah, I was hoping he would just fucking Claymore kick his fucking head into the fucking fifth row. That would have been fucking great TV. That's a minor problem. That is a minor problem. Womp womp. <laughs> what? The face. The face is what does it. I'm glad we have video visuals now. And <laughs> well, for the feckers that are actually going to look us up on YouTube, because I I got curious and looked at that, and we've got like three views a piece. Hey, what? three views was three. Hey, views. we're we're starting out on video. People don't know it yet. We're getting there. Play cool, hot shot. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so I really wanted to see Drew turn. As soon as, like, they showed the vignette beforehand, the match, where Drew was all, like, 
I don't know. I was like, okay, he's going to come out there and then just kick his fucking head off. That's going to be that. Drew will be a heel again. But apparently Drew doesn't want to turn heel because of the old John Cena thing. He does too much for the kids. He does do a lot for the kids. Well, he could do the Bret Hart 97 thing and be, be heel in America and babyface everywhere else. So, in and, and 2023, that'd be heel on TV and babyface in real life? Yeah. Sure. Worked for Brett. Yeah, and he can tag all his friends at the Waffle House like everybody else does. Post group pictures after the show? Yeah, take the picture, yes. Drew McIntyre doesn't rub me like a Waffle House guy. Uh, I don't know. He lives in Nashville, so. Does he? Yeah, him and Seamus, Mero, all them guys live out there. Poor bastards. Nashville. Didn't know that. You didn't know that? They literally no. talk about it all the time. I don't Nashville. listen to what they talk about. Because Seamus, in one of his interviews, was like, yeah, I'm glad SummerSlam's in Nashville because it's where I live. Oh, that's pretty dope. Well, aside from it being Nashville, Nashville sucks. Oh, my Nashville. It depends on what part. Or, you know. Coliseum. The area down around Bridgestone Arena sucks. Like, or the, the Parthenon. They do have a speakeasy down there. They do yeah, they have one in Knoxville, too. They wouldn't let me in. What do you mean they wouldn't let you in? Why? Because I wasn't wearing a collared shirt. Are you fucking serious? They have rules, just speakeasies? Oh, the one in Knoxville, apparently. Well, that's fucking stupid. That sucks. Um, guys, let me talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Looks like it. we're getting uh, L.A. Knight and the Miz for sure. Uh, L- Miz came out, screwed L.A. Knight on SmackDown out of a U.S. title shot, which went to Austin Theory. Uh, why didn't he just get a rematch? First of all, and second of all, why Austin Theory? Because it would have brought up a minor problem. Again with the Wander Franco jokes. Come on. <laughs> it's a baseball reference, fellas. Look it up. Sorry, I'm on a roll the last two days. I'm, I'm bad. Sorry. Continue. What do you think about the direction for LA Night with the Miz? I hate the Miz, so. God I damn it. You fucking hate everything, Jake. You fuck. Pretty much. It's a gimmick. You fuck. It's a gimmick. I don't know. I think it, I think there's some, some gold there. I think it'll be good for him. Miz is kind of a measuring stick for the main event. Or that's how they use him. See, I, I respect the Miz because he knows his role. That's why he's been there as long as he has. He knows where he needs to be at, and he has a smile on his face. To do that's I respect the hell out of that. I would have a smile on my face too if I had a supermodel wife, a reality TV show, and barely worked. That would be great. I respect. Fair. He is the epitome of pin me, pay me. Yes. Oh yeah. Doesn't complain about a paycheck. That's the way to be. All right, so let's shift gears uh, over to, well, like I said earlier, who I'm now calling the Suit Profits because they are the Street Profits and they wear suits. 
I can't get behind this. I'm dying on this hill. I don't think it's going to stick. Dying on this hill. Uh, The Suit Profits. Bobby and the Suit Profits. It has a ring to it. It's like Matt Cardona and the Carney Bag Boys. That sounds like an old 50s rock and roll band. See, that I can get behind because that's kind of funny. And I actually want to see that in real life. And I also want to make Ram Ranch a real thing. (laughs) Of course you do. Dude, you would come work for Ram Ranch Professional Wrestling. You would. Where's the venue going to be at? I don't know. A farm. I'll fucking... We'll find (laughs) it. Hooters. Hooters parking lot. (laughs) Do Atlanta Atlanta shit. Just have shit. Oh, Crazy Horse in Atlanta. Yes. That's how Drew would have wanted it. Bring it back to the... uh, to the Street Profits. What do you guys think about the new finisher? <laughs> yes, the Street Profits was great. The new finish is awesome, JD. Street <laughs> so, Profits. Are they going to add uh, MVP and o- Omos? No, and I hope they stay no. far. far hey, Omos wearing a damn suit. Will, is that you? Because <laughs> Will's Omos the only one on the night. Will's the only one on the show that puts over Omos. There you I are. Would, I wouldn't be upset if Bianca joined the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. The Street Profits. No, motherfucker. No. Yeah. No. Let me talk to you. God damn it. <laughs> you guys don't fucking understand. My fucking kid has been doing nothing but that. And then yesterday, that's all I fucking heard during the fucking show. What was that? Yeah. You know that yeah. right there. That right there. It's all I hear at Tuesday and Wednesdays at, at fucking Dojo for the fucking at TWE because that's all those fucking kids do. Okay, well let me show you how much of a fucking smart ass my kid is. I told him to stop fucking saying it, so then he starts spelling it. <laughs> and it took a minute for me to go on because it kept going why, and I was like, what the fuck? Are you? You're spelling fucking yeah. You motherfucker. He is your son. He is my son. It's like some shit you'd do. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. (laughs) Thank you for bringing my point. So Friday night, SmackDown was built all around Not Christian. And uh, his career. (laughs) Yeah, I saw Not Edge last night wrestling the man. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but SmackDown's built all around Edge and his career retrospective in his 25 year anniversary. And they capped off the evening with Edge and Sheamus and gave him about, about 25 minutes on television. Did they bring up the live sex celebration? No, but they did last week. Well, then it was a waste of two, three hours, however the fuck long SmackDown is. Two. And it was a waste of two hours. Everyone in writing, you're fired. It's the most overthing Edge ever did. Fight me. Anyway. I, just, I uh, don't <laughs> know you anymore. Yeah. Um, the match was really fucking good, though. Uh, they really use was. they use every bit of that time to great efficiency and uh, total great story in the ring. I really wish Edge had gone under, to be honest with you. 
Especially if it, if I mean, last match you go under. That's it might not be his last match, but it's definitely his last match in Toronto, according to what he told the crowd after the show. Um, that definitely looked like a last match, though. And the way they built up to it throughout the night felt like a last match. Mm. Uh, What do you guys think? We're just moving the goalpost. Where are we going to move it, though? What what has Edge not done in WWE? I don't know that he has anything left to do. No. So what do you do after that? I feel like wrestling Sheamus was the last big thing he needed to wrestle the guy who helped, you know, get him back into the ring. Or go to the company. He he can now go to the company that actually got him to want to wrestle again, too. Where where the better half of Edge and Christian is. Yeah, not Edge is over there. Yeah. Not Christian can be with Christian again. They should have yeah. brought out Gangrel and made him wrestle him for his last match. Oh, hey. I was really hoping Gangrel was going to be at the WrestleMania. Entry. Oh, I was still big mad about that. Me too. It's like the one time Edge would have got over with me and they didn't fucking do it. Yeah, he looked like somebody for fucking Daft Punk. Around the world, around the... Shut the fuck up. It was horrible. He's blue. That's not even the same fucking. Nope. Not even the same band. Oh my god. God, Jake. I don't know this person here. Down here. It's called being a troll, motherfucker. This motherfucker's not real. It's called being a troll, motherfucker. Get on my page. (laughs) Oh, I know all about being a fucking troll. Well, then you should recognize what I'm trying to do. Hmm. All right, let's shift gears and talk about AEW. Uh, and uh, Jericho and Don Callis. How about that painting? That was really well done. Oh, sorry. I was taking a piss then. What, what happened? Well, there so was a nice painting, painting of Don Callis holding Jericho's head. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't miss much. Because he thought... He thought that he wasn't going to join the Don Callis family because Jericho is a self-centered piece of shit. Okay. And in other news, grass is green. No. Well, he asked, and I was telling him what the reasoning was. Okay. I was, oh, was just super funny to me to hear Tyler dunk on Jericho now when he used to be like the biggest Jericho mark in what? the world outside what? of Jericho himself. Well, I did, and then he went to AEW on <clears throat> January 6th. <clears throat> well, there was that. Excuse me. I, had a, had a um, I mean, I can say I mean, I'm not really enjoying the fucking Jericho run in AEW. No, I'm not. And it's I, literally not. just I, I start a group. I start another group. I started another group. I'm going to join this group. But now I'm going to go back and start my own group. He sounds like crap. Him and Osprey is like a big yawn for me, too. I just, like I said this before, and I'll say it again, matches with people like that just don't work for Jericho. I'll shit all over Jericho versus Omega. 
It's horrible. It was a horrible fucking match. I agree. It should have never happened. I agree. And it, it did nothing for Omega, and it did nothing for fucking Jericho. I agree again. So here we are. Largest show in the company's history. Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Same thing. Does nothing for either man. The sessions will be at an all-time high during that match. I have an idea, fellas. Okay. I have an idea. Ignoring the fact that Jericho is married to Insurrection Barbie, we should, um, in a future What If episode, rebook Jericho's AEW run. I got... Okay. I'm That's a short that. episode. You just don't let him go. Thank you, Jake. That's probably where I, where I would go with that. Uh, we, he retires. Is, yeah, no, book it. I'll book it. I think this is I think this is a good idea. Anyway, let's move along from Jericho <laughs> and let's talk about the Battle of the Jeffs, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Death Match Championship match. Motherfucker. I can hear Will feverishly masturbating at you bringing Let this up. Let me take point on this one. I was high and that shit was fucking horrible. <laughs> you know how you know how fucking special you have to be to fuck up a match that a high person even thinks is shitty and i make no qualms about it i've been on if you're a new listener i i've never been a fan of aew i became a fan slightly when i had to watch it to review it while jd was gone but i always did it always medicate it and even medicate it that match was the drizzling shits. Well, it's Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Jarrett can put up. I've seen these matches with Jeff Jarrett like that, and he can put on an entertaining fucking match. But that was just that was the that was we have a contractual obligation to put on a match. Why not let Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy go out there and look like a bunch of jackasses? This is some WCW bullshit. What's hilarious to me fucking Leatherface even come out. Out. What's hilarious to me is everyone. Everyone that was when when WWE did the whole zombies eating the Miz thing, they were like, AEW is way more serious than this. They wouldn't do shit like this. And then they drag out Leatherface in 2023. AEW is like, hold my beer. (laughs) I shit on the fucking zombie thing, too. Oh, I did, too. I think it's hilarious that, like, Look, there's room in wrestling for campy, dumb bullshit. That is too far. From what I heard from the dirt sheets, fucking WB Discovery was they loved it. And they're going to keep doing that stuff in the future. So I could could see Mortal Kombat's about to come out. So we're going to have the fucking Mortal Kombat fucking match. Glacier. Glacier versus Kenny Omega. Great. No, it's got to be it's got to be Darby Allen so you can do the pit spot. There we go. Darby Allen versus Glacier and Rob Van Dam as Johnny Cage. I'm all in on this. Yeah. No pun intended. Do what? Uh, no pun no pun intended there, Jake or JD. Sure. Well, you said all in. You're all in. Oh. It was a it was a horrible match and I fucking wish I could remove it from my fucking brain and I think the only way to do that is to splatter it across the fucking wall. So 
I mean, Jeff Jarrett got a belt in the year of our Lord 2023. So. Of course, Jeff Jarrett got a fucking belt in Nashville in the main event or fucking whatever. Of course, Jeff Jarrett isn't going to lose in Nashville. And of course, Jeff Jarrett is a mark for himself and he's going to get a fucking belt. Let's talk about something from Dynamite. Wait, what's that bring AEW's title belt count up to now? Like 47? Who fucking knows? They passed New Japan. Are we counting, uh, you know, our New Japan belts, our fucking. uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, fucking Triple A. That's separate stuff. No! No, they're separate on AEW all the time. Um. Let's talk about something Dynamite that was enjoyable, at the very least. That's the Brochachos going to Outback Steakhouse to... Uh, prep for their match. Prep for their match. Against Ozzy. The Brochachos, better than you, baby. MJF and Adam Cole. And MJF. Thanks. Thanks, I hate that. I love this whole segment. It was, was hilarious. Good, it was a good palate cleanser after the shit they put me through. Um, how hard will you everything. pop? How hard will you pop when you actually see the kangaroo kick? I will pop bigger than shit. But fucking when they got sent to the fucking Tony's office, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Good yeah. guy, Tony Khan. That was that was pretty fucking great. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pop hard for the kangaroo kick when it finally happens. <laughs> I just love fucking. He was like Tony Khan though. He was like, you can't be just fucking double clotheslining anybody outside of the ring like that. <laughs> Yeah, when they do the kangaroo kick, just the visual of MJF fucking doing the... Doing the hop. Kick. Yes. Um, the best part for me was uh, when they were doing the promo, and Adam Cole was about to say, we're going to do it with a double clothesline, and MJF's like, and we're going to do it with a, a, a kangaroo kick, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started fucking hopping around the ring. I died. I was laughing my ass off. Okay, well, here, let's pose this question. Um, Do you think that they're going to turn on each other? Or are they just going to keep this going? No, the kangaroo kicks is going to go to Adam Cole buying jail. That's where we see the kangaroo. if, If I was booking this, I would have them win the Ring of Honor tag titles. And have MJF go over Adam Cole in the main event clean. And then uh, that would slowly drive Adam Cole crazy to the point where uh, he's eventually going to turn and bring in the kingdom. I don't think that's the way they're going. I think they're going to bring in the kingdom at all in or somewhere around there. But um, I would stretch it out because it's got it's got they've got legs. We'll see. You know, all in. It's going to be next Sunday. So hopefully we'll be reviewing that after we watch it because it it shows it's going to be on at one. So. But I feel like also, too, with all in, 
they've kind of got themselves into a corner. I feel like All In's going to be really big because literally, what, two weeks later, they got All Out, and there's two matches they've announced that, for me, ain't going to make me go, I want to go buy that card. I really feel like they're going to be setting up a lot of shit at All In to make everybody go, hey. I really feel like Bret Hart should be on this show because that SummerSlam at Wembley was such a massive deal. Not for England, but like wrestling in general. But if they do that, they need to give him an agent job. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. They don't want to do that. They don't They don't need his help. Yeah, they'd rather let Pockets do it. I'm still... My, my ass is still sore from that. Why do you do that to Bret Hart? Why do you do that to my guy? Probably because they didn't want to pay him enough money to be an agent. You back up the Brinks for that guy. You back that truck up. I don't even know where that came from because that's not the question I fucking asked. I was was just saying, hey, how's that setting up for all in? Oh, uh, fuck, I don't know. Exactly. Like, (laughs) your favorite, favorite lovable dumb shit. I love you, man. I do. No contest. No contest. I love you, too. Speaking of all in, uh, I mean, we're a week away and we kind of have a card. Darby Allen and fucking Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro. Makes me want to go buy it. Yawn. Uh, I mean, we got CM Punk and Samojo. They announced that on Collision, which we'll talk about here in a minute. The Women's World Championship four-way match. Um, the Coffin tag team match between Darby Allen, Sting, and Swords Rippin and AR Fox. A random stadium stampede with Eddie Kingston, best friends, Orange Cassie and Lucha Bros versus John Moxley, William Uta, Claudio, and three to-be-determined competitors. Let me pause here and posit this question. If you're the Blackpool Combat Club and you have five guys challenge you to a stadium stampede match and you're a trios, are you going to accept that match and be like, oh, yeah, we can find some guys? Or you're going to be like, can we just find something more in the trios range? Like three of you fight three of us? Or, or would you accept this match and try to find people? I see your question and I raise you a better question. Why the fuck is Blackpool still in their name when the one dude from fucking Blackpool no longer works there? Hey. That's a solid point. But I digress. <laughs> I mean... I think one of those guys is going to be Daniel Bryan. Think he'll be ready? With that new cast that they have, he can work. That, that I would be shocked super, to see that. Hey, he'd be, you think he's going to miss the biggest fucking show? That's also a big payday. Yep. And if he's got one, of, if he can work with a cast on in a... I mean, it's a stampede match. It's not like he's going to be doing anything technical. Yeah, that's he, true. he'd have to do way less work. And I, and I yeah. Think he doesn't even technically have to bump. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if he has one of those fucking casts like Cody had where 
it protects him and he can it's flexible and all that shit, I think he could work it. And we've also got the Golden Elite. That's Omega, Hangman Page, and Kota Ibushi versus uh, the Bullet Club and Konosuke Takeshita. Guns up, baby. So, um, so Hangman's the third wheel on the fucking Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega date. Yeah. Come on. Third After that great segment triangle. where he was drinking a beer outside of the hospital, it's really got me wanting to watch that match. Oh, Hangman Page. Um... That doesn't, like, the World Championship match and everything, sure, I'm sure this card will be great, don't get me wrong, but they have not done $50 worth of build for me yet. I'm not willing to shell out $50 based on what they've built up to so far. Why do you feel that way? I mean, look at the matches that you have. You got, what, Punk and Joe. So that's continuing that. MJF versus Adam Cole. You got the women's four-way matches going to be good. It's going to be good, but they have they like hastily and sloppily announced the tournament for it and gave the number one contender a bye to the finals, but put the women's champion in the tournament where she could lose the title before the finals. Well, then you're going to forgetting about the tag match Bucks versus FTR. Uh, Bucks and FTR. If Cash Wheeler makes it. They didn't revoke his passport. Yeah, Did so they he, not? Nope. FTR will they, will, will FTR England let him travel, though? Will England let him travel with pending charges? Tony Khan's got a lot of money, and a lot of money makes people change their mind about a lot of things. Plus, think about sure. the revenue that this is going to be doing for, for them. They'll do that revenue with or without Cash Wheeler. Yeah, yeah but... That can be a bargaining chip. Hey, I can pull out. Maybe. Who fucking knows? He ain't going to pull out. They're not going to pull out of Wembley. I know. I'm just saying. He can say, he can make it sound whatever way he wants to. They're going to let him go. Uh, Because if they they weren't, then we'd probably already heard about it. Cash Wheeler and his gun problem. Mm. Apparently. Sucks when you got minor problems. Again, Wander Franco stuff. Come on. Uh, Shane, you were at Collision last night. Talk to us about it. I was at Collision last night. And, let me talk uh, to you. Let me yeah. talk to you. Uh, fuck. Y-E-A-H. I never thought that I would uh, ever be going to an AEW show. And... Yeah. To be honest with you, it was a lot funner than going to WWE. On a scale of one to Rob Van Dam, how high were you? I was sober, completely sober. And you Liar. Were an AEW show. I promise you, I was fucking sober. I'm not going to do that with my kid. Okay, that's fair. Oh, that's right, you took your kid. Like, I will that, make comments. That's irresponsible you. parenting. The fuck. Anyways, he had a blast. I had a blast. It was a lot more funner than... And I've been to SummerSlam, guys. SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, all that. And I had, we had way more fun there than any of the uh, shows that we've been to previously. 
Uh, as far as my only gripe about an AEW show is the fact that it's like six fucking hours long. So oh, we, the doors opened at 630. Started recording at seven. So they recorded the first half of Dynamite. We hit Collision, went through Collision, right into ROH. That was going to do two hours of ROH and then do either an hour or two hours of recording for Wednesday because they're going to be out of the country this week. I left, I want to say, at like 11 o'clock, 11.30. Um, yeah, it was rough. The Christian Darby Allen match was amazing to see live, and it was really cool to see, had watched Edge Friday night main event to watch Christian get 30 minutes main event. And, like, they killed it. They had to show that Christian's better than Edge. I don't think it's that. I just, it was Darby... Darby fucking killed it, man, with Christian. And I think that was a big part of it, too, because Darby was taking sick-ass bumps. You know, he took the coffin drop. And, like, I got to see that from my side. I was literally seven rows back from the ring. And I was so close. And just watching him smack that fucking apron gets me every fucking time. You know who else took a sick-ass bump? Christian. Darby's ex. <laughs> wow. I, I okay. Yeah. There's a welcome change of pace to see Darby kill it rather than himself for a change. It is. Um the match is gonna be fucking crippled in two years. Like he's not gonna have a career for longer than like five, six no. more years. Less than that. The way he goes. Um, I, thought, I thought what McFoley did to his body was bad. Mm. Oof. Well, see, the scary he, part about that is, is people used to say the same shit about Dynamite when he was in Stampede, and look how that ended up for him. Darby's going to go the same way. Minus the steroids. Well, yeah, but, like, dude's going to be in a wheelchair. Yeah. Also, too... Um, getting to watch Willow Nightingale live was such a treat. Uh, oh, yeah. She just has she what? Said yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. She just has a certain energy about her when she comes out, and everybody just started clapping. Uh, my sons started clapping and just going on with it. Uh, that was a treat to watch that. It was cool to see Derek Neal. It was also cool to see Kevin. Big shout out to both of them. Yeah, big shout out to those guys. Fuck Uh, yeah, Derek Neal. Even though they got squashed, it was still cool to see. They got squashed on a national television Exactly. Better payday than we've ever got. Exactly. So shout out, fuck, squash me on TV too. But it was still cool to see, and I, I and I say that to say this, even though that I get the business, give them another shot to really show you what they can do. Oh please, 
Like, let them have fucking five minutes. Just five minutes. That's all they need. Derek Neal against Dax Harwood. Look at just that. I'd like to see that. Give me ten minutes of Anthony Henry and Kevin Koo on a ring, in Ring of Honor. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Kevin would fit so good in ROH. Josh Woods and fucking Kevin. Whew. Oof. Oof. Motherfucker. They also did a lot of advertisement for uh, Fighter Fest. You could have Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Juice Robinson and the Guns. And seeing Juice live, I, I'm Juice is probably one of my favorite wrestlers right now. He's just a great dude. Uh, one of the I was telling the story before uh, we got on, but this chick in the front row had a sign that said, I named my fish Juice, and the, the fish had glasses like Juice, the circled rim. And Juice literally came over there, took a picture with her in the middle of the fucking Jay White uh, Dalton Castle match, which was fucking wonderful live. Yeah, Dalton Castle boys, fucking rules, dude. Dude, the boys ate shit on one part of that. And it was funny watching uh, the guns and, and Juice chase the boys around the ring. It was great stuff. Um, but going back to what they, you know, advertised, you got John Moxley versus Ray Phoenix. Aussie Open versus the Hardys, which they were going to record last night. And I left because I didn't, wasn't sticking around for that. Uh, Darby Allen and Nick Wayne versus Strickland and A.R. Fox was going to be recorded last night. Um, and also they were doing Orange Cassidy defending a belt, which they were going to record. Jack Perry's retire, retiring the FTW championship, and they're going to have two interviews, one with Adam Cole and one with MJF, and then they're doing a face-to-face with uh, FTR and the Young Bucks. So there's your spoilers. Oh, no. well, hopefully somebody pats down FTR guns before he okay. goes out there. Hey, thank you. But overall, though, like I said, I really enjoyed going to AEW, and I would go back again. Hey, Shane. Yeah. Will you go with me if I go? Sure. We got to sit on hard camera side with our Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast merchandise that we don't have yet. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm getting around to it. How long did it take? How long did it take the live crowd to realize that was Sam Punk? Uh, not very long at all. Like, literally, when, as soon as he jumped Joe, everybody was like, oh, that's Sam Punk. Oh, really? Yeah, and the chants, man, in there when they were chanting for Sam Punk, it was deafening in that arena. And that's another thing I will say about the crowd at AEW versus the crowd at WWE. And like I said, I've been to SummerSlam. Uh, the crowd is a lot more funner at AEW as far as chants go. Because, like, during the Christian match, um, you know, it was like, let's go Christian, let's go Darby. And that went on for 
a good two and a half minutes. And then there's like a bunch of other chants, the holy shit chants, which is normal. But like as far as crowd participation, AEW wins out on that one. That's pretty awesome, man. I'm glad you got to go. I'm glad you got to enjoy the experience. Um, and I guess I'm going to have to check out a show next time they're around. Yeah, you should definitely, anybody should go at least once. Like I said, I've never, I, you can ask these guys, I shit on AEW for, ever for the longest time until I actually had to watch it. And I've only really been watching AEW for, what, three months? Yeah, someone. Two or three months now? Yeah. Yeah. So th- it's not like I've just been watching AEW. I, I would watch AEW, but it would be more like I would look for certain things that I wanted to see, like MJF or CM Punk or anything like that. So I've only been a fan of AEW for a total of three months, and I've been a lifelong WWE, WWF fan. So That's awesome, man. Uh, I will Jay- say, and if you... Another complaint that I have about an AEW show, it was cool seeing Tony Khan come out there and he talked to us, which was cool. You never saw like Vince do that shit too, but that was cool. But one thing that anybody that has been to both shows will know the difference I'm about to talk. Like during commercial breaks, AEW, it's just silent. They don't show videos like, you know, WWE will show videos and shit, like all their social media shit. Yeah. So you're just kind of sitting there waiting for the next match, and it's just like you not. It's just dead ass silence. The crowd just there. Whereas like WWE will show you something that happened, you know, fucking three months ago, or a storyline that they're pushing, or you know, John Cena making wishes and shit like that. Outside of it being fucking six hours long, and that. Those are two minor complaints to me. That's not bad, then. Uh, That doesn't sound like a a bad complaint after, you know, a great show. Yeah. Let's uh, shift gears and uh, talk about local stuff a little bit. Jake was at RCW last night. How was the show? Uh, I believe final head count was 93 paid. Not bad. for For those of you who have been in that building, 93 people in that confined space makes it like a fucking brick oven. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yes, the crowd it does. was hot and the air was hot. So, <laughs> uh, show top bottom was pretty good. I main evented against Young Boy Trinity. That went as well as you'd expect. Look out for that dude, man. Like, that kid can cut a promo, that kid can work a crowd. Once the. The in-ring stuff kind of catches up to the rest of him. Uh, question. Um, I saw the flyer, I guess, for the next show. Is your match a four-way? Oh, they already did the flyer? Yes. Okay. Four-way elimination, apparently. Oh, okay. That's your your old pal Benjamin stacking the deck against me. Always. I mean, it's like he's got a hard-on for not safe for wrestling, you know? Isn't it? And he's got to take it out on the, the only active member. Yeah. You know, you could always just beat his ass. 
That's what I used to do. I used to beat his ass all over the place. It's always fun with Ben. It is. It's always a good way it's to call a fucking. Him. I I give I I'm gonna give that man his props. It, it's not an easy night at the office. Not at all. I worked quite a few matches with Ben at UEW and enjoyed every single one of them. What else exciting happened? I saw, I guess, oh my God, Wes Blaze is back. He never went anywhere. He just sold out and decided to pander to the fans again. Oh, he's cycle. It, It happens like right before I came there, he was. I'm no longer West Blaze. Oh my God, West Blaze. I'm this, and now he's back to the cycle. Damn it, West. What was that, Tyler? That's like the big show. (laughs) (laughs) Like good old dad. Yeah. What else else happened last night, Jake? Uh, Crazy Train wrestled uh, Crunk and... A returning Adrian Ackle. I ain't seen that dude in years. Oh wow! Yeah, and he ain't changed a bit. That kid, still a little fucking workhorse. Like, good to know he's still around. He hasn't been. And they're doing next week. They're doing uh, Crunk's mixtape show, and Ackle and Crunk are actually wrestling each other. But I'm gonna be in Chattanooga for that. For yeah, that's uh, the anniversary. anniversary show next week. That's right. Yeah. Biggest yeah, show in company really, history. Yeah. It's what? It's the biggest show in company history. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be live streamed on IWTV. We've got the war games in the main event. Darren Bankston and, and um, Adam Priest are fighting for the TWE championship. I'm going to murder young boy Ginger Goober as Jameson Shook because everyone hates Pittsburgh. I I, like, am I right? I mean, it's not my favorite place. Especially Pittsburgh sports fans. Fuck them. You leave Sidney Crosby alone. All right. Let's uh, let's move along to uh, Will's favorite segment. Uh, I'll try to do him. I'll try to do him justice here. MVPs of the week. That was not good. And what's fucking mind blowing is we actually have a recording for this. And I know and he, he every he week dude does not want to. He does not want to use the recording. Um, but, I'll go uh, first, and uh, just because uh, I want to be a troll, my MVP is Pittsburgh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh tyler let's go how you go next uh let's see my MVP of the week is gonna be shane daniels oh for being wow. a trooper and enjoying himself at aew and taking his kid to make memories <laughs> for being a trooper <laughs> i'll accept your mvp good you fucking shane daniels Issue your MVP. My MVP is fuck Kevin and Derek Neal. Go. Yes, sir. It's cool to see a bunch of those guys there. Um, also in ROH, there was a couple of guys from OVW that got to come down. 
um, and do stuff. So that was cool. Jake? You know what? I'm I'm going to be super generous on this one and just give my MVP to wrestling as a whole right now. Wow. Why is that? Shit's going great, man. You've got more options to watch on television. you got even more options to go and see locally. And streaming services, YouTube, there's so many fucking wrestling options out there. If you can't find something you can enjoy, go fuck yourself because there's plenty and you're not trying hard enough to find one. And you want to know why? Because of the man who puts food on all of our tables. Oh, for our fuck's travel sake. chief, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has nothing to do with the Indies getting over. Literally it nothing. It trickles down. It's a fucking effect. If he's eating and the WWE's eating, we're all eating. Everybody's eating. We're eating. That's how shit should be. Acknowledge your fucking travel eating, chief. Eating. Acknowledge your travel chief. And we're hungry. Weird, Tyler. Hey, you said we're eating, right? We are eating. That's right. <laughs> I love how mad Jake gets. <laughs> well, I like how you guys went from dunking on his fucking match a couple weeks ago to, like, now you're sucking his dick again. <laughs> well, the match did yeah. a love-hate fucking relationship with that guy. No, we just, we called it out. We acknowledged our tribal chief. He's that still our tribal chief. You guys would all be gay for him, too, it sounds like. Uh, I don't maybe. know. He has, maybe. He has flowing long locks of hair. And he kind of looks like Jason Momoa, so. His I could get into it. His teeth's what? Fuck yeah. Very white. And straight. And straight, yeah. He is a very symmetrical human, too. He's just thick in the right places, is what, what we're saying. Okay. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Jake, what do they do? Stop talking about Roman Reigns.